You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott, to Old Soul in a Young World. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself. Internal wealth. Tune in to Old Soul in a Young World. Welcome. welcome old souls young souls and all my damn souls in between welcome back for another week of old soul in the young world with your host jesse ellie old soul young world and you know guys we are up in a vibe podcast studio shout out a vibe we here every week with the team networking we're working we're building we're growing we're having awesome souls in the studio um who have something to talk about whether that should be, you know, just a personal talent within, whether that be producing, art, writing, whatever, just something to say. We just want to vibe out here. Let people know it's okay to talk, communicate. And, uh, you know, I have a, a real good communicator here in the studio tonight. Um, somebody who I feel within myself is a soul who has a lot to say, um, a soul with change, growth, um, and, you know, just vibing out in this world. It's a vibe. And I just want to introduce to y'all tonight. Hold up. <laughs> Mr. Andre X. Yo, yo. What's going on? How you feeling? I'm blessed to be here. Thank you. Of course. Of course. We appreciate you coming out, making it all the way. I think you came like 40 minutes or so. 46. 46 exact. <laughs> <laughs> Working a long day coming here. You know, uh, it's all about... Pushing forward. That's right. This is the grind. Facts. Um, and you know, uh, Andre has a lot of shit going on. He's like with it. He's with the growth, the promotion, um, media. And you know, I, can you give yourself just a little bit of an introduction? Tell people what you're about. Um, my name is Andre X, formerly known as KR. Um, I am an artist, producer who ventures off in other things as in videography and graphic design. Um, I'm also an engineer. Hey. Um, my hardest job is being a dad. Appreciate that. But um, it's the best job I got. That's my intro. It's survive. Old so young. Um, but you know, guys, having Andre here in the studio, we're just chopping it up about what we feel. You know, what we're doing, what we're trying to manifest in our lives. Um. Whether that be within growth, within, you know, struggle, because, you know, the growth only comes from the struggle. You have to get low before you get high, you know, and you have to find your path and your way to do that. And I haven't seen Andre for like, whew, it's probably years. been a decade. Yeah, it's been years. Like, I don't know. It's been like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. it's been pretty long. So I feel like we were actually just chopping it up and kind of talking about how different it, well, even within myself, I haven't even told you, I kind of want to save it for the podcast, but I feel like your whole energy is is just different to me. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you say you're very calm today or whatever, usually a little more hype, but, yeah. you know, um, it, it's very peaceful. And it's it's cool, like, seeing you again and, you know, kind of being able to vibe out and see almost a different side of you. It's, like, kind of weird. I was like, is this the same person? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you said you had a name change as well. Well, my real, my real name is, is Andrex. Andrex? Yeah. My, my All in one? Yeah. Okay. I just separated That's the Andre fire. and X. Um, KR has been like my, my kid, my kid rap name growing up. 
Yeah. He's been my DJ since he's been fucking 13. So <laughs> we got Night Wave. Yeah, we got Night, Night Wave. Night Thought Wave. Studio. Hey. Um, but yeah, I've been. Um, I'm sorry. I've been doing it for such a long time with him, and it's so. Um, I, I like the journey that we're taking to do what we got to do. Yeah. Um. But yeah. You seem like I don't know, just like kind of like what made you kind of change your journey in a way. Like I feel like you. I don't know. You just seem a little more. I guess- I come from a place where we're known for violence and drugs. Uh-huh. And um, I wanted to do something opposite of that. I'm not, I'm not a gang, I'm not a gangster. Um, I'm not, I've, actually, my father's a, like one of the m- most biggest known police officers in my city. So it's like, it's hard for me to play that role, you know, and like, I don't want to be a gangster. I want to be me and people, and I want people to enjoy it. Yes. So that's that's where the name change came from. I just I want to be me. Mm-hmm. I'm done being what my friends wanted me to be or how to somebody expected me to rap because I'm with I'm with gangster niggas. You know what I mean? That's not. I want to be me, and so in order to get there, I had to find myself, and to be myself, I had to change my name to my my, my name. And then uh, the growth the growth for me is real. So and you can see it through my music, which is awesome. So facts, 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 facts. I appreciate that so much, and um. You know, I think that's such a good lesson for people out there listening in, especially like young men who feel like they're put in a category. And we also talked about this a little bit as well. Like with my podcast, I feel like people just they put a label on you or judge you or expect you to be something. So if you grow up in a certain neighborhood or a certain city or around certain people, there's already something on you that's like, okay, this is who you are. Like, doesn't matter who the fuck you want to be, even if you're a creative soul or an artistic soul or an emotional soul or do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like you already have to be put in a box. So I appreciate you even calling that out. We're That's special. Out the, we're breaking out the box, man. Hell yeah. We want to be trapped. We want to get out the trap. Right? What, what? What'd you just say? We want to get out the trap. We want to get out the trap. <laughs> we don't want to be trapped. We want to get out the trap. We want to get out the trap. Yo, yeah. that is some gems right there, guys. I hope you heard that listening in. Um, all my listeners every week, guys, I appreciate you. You know that. Um, and when I have people like, you know, Andre X on, it's just to kind of, you know, like I said, we haven't talked forever, but I feel like some things work out how they're supposed to. And universe brings things back when they're supposed to um, for us to do like kind of a 360 and be able to reconnect and, and really see like where the vibes are. Because everyone changes. Everyone grows. Nobody stays the same. Progress is in the cards. And if you reject the progress, you're going to keep getting knocked down. You know what I'm saying? Like you will get hit over and over until you learn that lesson. Um, and I feel like sometimes, like you said, it's just about getting out of the box and learning to be different. Um, sometimes it's knowing that you that you have the option to get out the box. Uh, that's a that's a big problem yeah. with um with young men and women in my city is like they don't know they can get out the box. They think the box is it. it Massachusetts is all they can do. Exactly. But I've I've been around the world because of my music and uh, there's there's a lot out there. So I changed my whole life because of this. So. Definitely something people need to get out and see more and don't stay inside. Get some sun. Sun's beautiful. Meditate and love every moment because you're not going to get not going to get every moment. Exactly. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of like, I don't know if you ever heard this metaphor, but it's like these people and they they like grow up in, in a cave like they're literally in the dark and they never see the light. And they don't even know, like, what that is. And one day they see, like, a little crack of light and everyone's, like, freaking out. They think the world's ending. And then they realize, like, they were just in a cave the whole time once they open it. And, like, it's a whole world out there. You know what I mean? And it's, like, 
if you don't even know that concept, though, it's really hard and you can't even sometimes be blamed because of the environment that you've grown up in um, or the people that you've been around who themselves have been stuck. So you're in generations of generations of people uh, in cities like I don't know if you ever heard like you get trapped in your city like you don't ever get out of your city you know what I'm saying like there's so many people who are like city rats like they will literally grow there and they will die there and that will be it and they see nothing else um and I don't know it's just hearing somebody say that like yo you have to travel you have to see things and it's so funny I wrote a couple notes for the show tonight and one was why do you feel like travel is so important and what does it do for you? And that's literally like, I didn't even know like specifically how you felt about traveling or how much you've really traveled. I see you've been around a little. Yeah. Um, I, I travel three times a year at least. You make it a point. Yeah, I mean, I do music. <laughs> so yeah, if, you, if, you, if I'm, if I'm going to stay here and do music, I'm only going to receive these people. 100%. So if I go to Cali and do some sessions with John Glass and Melks, you know, we, we, we rent Paramount Studios, shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the goal. We just go and rent studios or we'll do a retreat or we'll go on tour, you know, or we'll go to um like South by Southwest, like mm -hmm. a lot of the festivals. Like that's what you need to do to connect and you can't stay stuck. And we always connect. Me and Melks are like travel buddies. Like any, everywhere Melks. he goes, yeah, everywhere <laughs> he goes, I'm going with him. So Yes. That's my guy. He's, um, he's been my neighbor. Um, he was my neighbor before. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. My oh, father's shit. actually like his unofficial godfather. Oh, wow, yeah. you guys are mad close. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Milk's actually started making beats because I was rapping in my garage and he could hear us. And he's like, Yo, I need and to he's hop next on door. And he learned. <laughs> my father gave him his first computer. Oh, wow. And, uh, and we lived on Marble Ave. And so our company is called Marble Ave Films. So that's where that comes from. But yeah, man. That's fire. That is fire. <laughs> that name is lit. That yeah, concept man. is lit. Um, when did you actually, you know, there's so many ventures that I feel like you have going on. I don't know how to get into I all do of them. It sucks. So I, we're going to try yeah. to like chop it up a little and yeah. get into everything and also, you know, vibe out. But um, I know you've been doing music for a while. So music was kind of like the first love, I mm -hmm. guess. So I do want to get into that. But since you mentioned um, Marble Ave, is that recent? Is that of a couple uh, years, couple months? Well, me and Melks just started this in, uh, I want to say, February. Okay. Um, and uh, we've just been growing since then. And what exactly is your, um, what does that contain? Like, are you guys doing all, you know, video promotion? So right, or now, just... right now, at the moment, what I've been doing to venture out is I've just been doing a whole bunch of free photo shoots. Um, and the free photo shoots are on my Instagram. It's uh, at Marble Live Films. And um, what it is that we do halo shots, of, you know, of like black and white shots with the halo behind you just to show who you are yeah. as, a, as a person. Like like what, when someone sees you. Like for a the highlight. No, like I want someone to see you for the first time and, uh, and see what you do and see who you are just by looking at you that one time without <laughs> asking you, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, what do you do? Or... Or like, what do you like? You know, like I want, to, I try to portray that one thing in that one picture. You know wow. what I mean? Wow, yeah, that's um, really special. Yeah, so that's part of the series, and um, and we do a lot of. Uh, Melks is doing a freestyle series, which we do videography for. Mm -hmm. Melks will make a beat on the spot. The person will write on the spot. I'm doing behind the scenes. When they record it, we shoot a video for the for the song right there, all in one day. Yeah. Um, and we did that with Easy Money. We did that with um, uh. Sean Caliber. I don't know if you know oh, who that wow. is. Okay. There's a couple people. There's uh, Snuck. Mm -hmm. Snuck's another one. 
Um, and we just keep working, and so those are those are the free things we're doing just to get our name out there. But yeah. it's it's helping us branch out a lot. So. Exactly, and we were saying that too. Like it's all about the networking, the yes, connection, yeah. promotion, like getting people interested. You know, because there's a lot of shit out there. Everyone's trying to get famous, everyone's or like it, you know, everyone's trying to become something. And it's so easy. It's so cluttered. It's like yeah, it's a clusterfuck, but. I also think it's about the intention and the talent, though. Yeah. You know, um, and if you manifest like good intention and good talent, and you just put that into one, you're consistent. Like, who's gonna get in your way? Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so you've also been doing music for whew, well since we've known each other. You've yeah. been doing music, so about a good. I've been doing it since I was fourteen. Oh. I'm thirty-five. Okay, so yeah. you got uh, years under the belt. Yeah, I got a lot of years. <laughs> um, I've opened a lot of studios. I've helped a lot of uh, artists become artists. Mm-hmm. Um, I've networked a lot of people. So I've, I've, I've done my job within those years, like for what I was, my goal was, because my goal is never to become famous. I don't want to become famous. That's the most dangerous thing to do right now is become a fucking famous rapper. Um, you heard? Yeah, I mean, it's not because it's dangerous. You heard here first. Yeah. Andre X told Young World. Yeah, it's not because it's, it's, it's dangerous, but it's, <laughs> It's, it, it plays a part in it And um Yes I like my privacy I like I don't like to post every day I, I, know, I know I'm supposed to But I don't To whose rules Yeah You know I, I'm trying to live my life The way I want to do it And not go by Standards or whatever And if it works It works And if it doesn't Then uh, my goal really Is just to make music I love making music I don't care if I don't care who listens to it I know I know I'm good Yeah, yeah I mean I'm, I'm not the kind of person That um that doubts himself a lot. I know how good I am. So I that that shit will play by itself. It's what I'm the way I see it. It's like exactly. my mu- my music will take its own life. Exactly. And so that's whatever the, that's journey the goal. it's supposed to cuz yeah. that's not even your it's just yours to make and put out. You're an instrument. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um I just want to drop seeds, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go. Yeah. And um what would you say like is your genre? Or your type of music for people who haven't heard you before? Because I was trying to put my finger on yeah. it, and I just can't. Yeah, I, well, can't, I, I, did I, I thought purpose. you might I, be a rapper. Yeah, I did but that on purpose. But then I was yeah. confused. Well, so my my, I've always so. been uh, I've always been known for my diversity, um, and I'm always been known for my hooks. And so mm-hmm. my goal with this EP that I'm putting out with uh, Big Blizz, shout out Big Blizz. Hey. Um, my goal is just to show people what I can do. I can I can sing. I can rap. I can write. Yeah. I can be emotional and I can party. And that, that's all in one. <laughs> exactly. So my album's called Sex, Drugs, and Other Things. Mm-hmm. Um, S dot for short. And it's just volume one. I'm going to keep making more volumes of it. And it's just a piece of like diversity every single time I give them to them. It's like, it's going to be a reggae song. It's going to be a Spanish, Spanglish song. It's going to be a, you know, it's going to be like a Tarantino song, which was drill. Yeah. It's going to be a pop song like Wanted. So stuff like that is like, I want to make sure I'm hitting all these things because I don't want to be put in the box. Exactly. So it's just kind of always catching people off guard, exactly. giving them a little bit of some, some. Exactly. Um, and it really is that. If you listen, uh, you've dropped it? Nope. It's coming out July 6th. Did I get a secret preview? Yes, you did. Are they going to get a secret preview? Of course. Of course. <gasps> Are you driving this on my show? <laughs> he didn't even tell That's me about that. Damn, we let's say. So, you know, um, it's just fire that really when you guys hear it, uh, he really he does switch it up. And I was jamming in my car to it. And I just like, were you a rapper at one point? Okay, you were full full on rapper. I was KR. 
You were KR full on rapper. Yeah. Okay. And now he is Andre X. Like singing vibes. Like, yo, I was feeling some weekend at some points. I don't even know. He was throwing some <laughs> vibes at me. Um, but seriously, you got to check that out. Um, if you haven't, when he drops it on July 6th. July 6th coming up. About to be that summer hits for you. Yes, yes. And I do want to play them a little bit, some, some, give them a little, some vibe too. Cool with me. What was your uh, choice of the night um, to well, start I, off the night? Yeah, my favorite song is Wanted. Uh, right. The song's about uh, um, new, new Age Bonnie and Clyde. Word. Right, I'm looking for, I'm looking for a, a Bonnie, basically, is what the song's about. Hey, you guys heard him. He's looking for a bounty. Watch out. Hit your boy up. Who? You already know. Who? Andre X, bitch. (laughs) All right, we're going to cut to this. Enjoy the song. This is Andre X. Wanted. Vibe with it. That's fire. We'll be back after this. I just want a woman that won't lie to me. Tell me the truth even if I don't vibe with it. Never put me in a position where I gotta choose between her and doing what I gotta do. Loyalty to me ain't nothing new, it's just hard to find. Good trees and music. Have my heart broken too many times, that's why I'm choosy. Never thought it'd be this hard to find someone who cares for me. All I ever wanted was somebody to be there for me. It's all I ever wanted. It's all I ever wanted. That's all I ever wanted I just wanna woman that won't lie to me Tell me the truth even if I don't vibe with it Never put me in a position where I gotta choose Between her and doing what I gotta do Loyalty to me ain't nothing new, it's just hard to find Good trees and music Had my heart broken too many times, that's why I'm choosy Never thought it'd be this hard to find someone who cares for me All I ever wanted was somebody to be there for me That's all I ever wanted that's all I ever wanted. That's all I ever wanted. That's all I ever wanted. Looking for a bunny. I'm the Clyde Bunny. Yeah, I need a real one by my side. Little finger out the window to all my eyes. Me against the world and we ain't no stopping us. Ain't no stopping us. Ain't for us. Everything we need, we got with us. Everything we got, we got with trust. So baby, believe in me, what do you see in me? Yeah, cause the truth is the only thing real to me Is it hard for someone to be real with me? So I know that love isn't always what it seems to be And if you wanna be with me, it's gotta be all in Cause girl, I like to finish what I started So all I have you and a nigga calling Baby, hurry up before a nigga go heartless Forever What up, what up, what up, old souls, young souls, any souls, we back. I hope you guys enjoyed that song by Andre X. That was, again, Wanted. That's going to be dropping on July 6th. July 6th, right after the 4th of July. So you guys get that summer heat coming for you. You already know. But, you know, guys, we are going to get into a little more um, 
different topics the second half. We're going to get into, you know, some deeper stuff. And I hope that um, y'all listening in just understand that here on Old Soul and the Young World and the whole reason why I started this podcast was for people to be able to talk, to talk about um, self-help, self-love, motivation, positivity, struggle, anything, depression, anything you're going through. Um, it's a platform, you know, and because those things create artists and create talented people and motivate people, people who open businesses, um, create their own shit. It's just what we're about here on Old Soul in the Young World. And I think that's what Andre X is also about here on Old Soul in the Young World. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an old soul in the young world. Well, that's funny because you bring me to my next question. <laughs> Every week here on the Vibe Podcast Studio, I like to ask my guests a little question and um, your reaction can be whatever it is that you want. Um, you can say, you know, I don't know. I don't care. I don't have a response or however. But just to you as a person, Andre, within yourself, however you may feel as a whatever being you consider yourself, um, what do you feel human. it? Oh, he says human, not <laughs> not alien, guys. Just want to clarify. I wasn't yeah. quite sure. No, but I'm now 100% we know. human. Don't, don't call ICE. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so anyways, I just want to know within yourself what it means to you to be an old soul in a young world. Um, Even if you're not. No, I, I, I truly am. <laughs> I... I think it means to be someone in an era in which you're lost in. Ooh. And I guess yeah. I guess it can work both ways. You can be a young soul in the old world mm -hmm. and still be that, feel that way. But I say as I say this, times are changing so fast. And you know how you got to teach an old person about like a phone or an app? Like, I feel like I'm getting there sometimes. <laughs> like, and it's you not ain't lying. And it's not even with like social media. Sometimes it's, it's with slang. Mm -hmm. Okay, slang like this shit is killing me. Please preach, cause I'm about <laughs> like, to go in after you. I finish. used to say, I used to say, <laughs> no cap. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, I used to say, I swear to God. And now, it, and then years later, it changed to on dogs, on dogs, on God. <laughs> then it changed to on mommy. On now mommy. it changed. Now it changed to no cap. No cap. So it's just oh, or the other one is um, I, I'm gonna keep it a honey with you. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, there's, like, so many ways to say shit. And it's, yeah. like, and it's so funny because I travel so much and every state I go to, they have a, their own saying for, oh, my God. Different slang. Or, or just, like, yo. Or, like, I grew up in a place where the word, the word niggas use a lot. Nigga, 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 this, nigga, that. Like, like yeah. you know, we're, we're all Dominican in my town. There's, like, you know, for us to be it's taught. It's just part of, like, speech. It's yeah. part of the culture in which we, exactly. in which we adopted. Because at the end of the day, um, that's not our, that's not us to claim that we're like we're niggas we're not exactly. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's and a so, word that's been adopted down exactly generations and so too. but in different states believe it or not the states where there's more black people mm -hmm. they don't say nigga they say bruh yeah they say you know they say king yeah i i started to say king now a lot more in queen you know i when I approach you i say peace queen peace yeah. king because I, I have to have respect for everybody i can't keep calling people niggas and bros and and yo, you know, like, if I don't know your name, I'm just going to call you a queen. If I don't know your, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm going to call you a king. And it's like, I, I feel like words are very, I was bringing up the, the the slang thing on purpose because words are very, uh, uh, they're like spells. And so I, I want to be careful with what I say to people. Yes. And so these, these slangs keep changing so much. And it's like, so is the language, you know, it changes the whole English language. And it's like, 
it's, it's like a new spell over here, a new spell over there. And it's like, we need to like have some universal, a universal language of respect. And that's, that's where it needs to, that's where it needs to get to. And the slang is cool. Have your own language. I get it. But like, don't stray away from like what people actually understand because whether it's your point to be understood or not, like everybody wants to be understood. Everybody wants to be heard. And it's easier to hear you if you're, if you're talking English. Survive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, keep the keep the slang in the music at least. Facts, and you know the thing is, like, while you were talking, it's just like words are so powerful. Words you manifest, you speak, and the things that you keep speaking come to you. Like people who are so like sad every day and down themselves, they speak that they speak. Oh, I'm down. I'm depressed. I hate my this. I hate that. Like, what's gonna keep coming to you? You know, what if you love yourself? You start saying, you know, I care about myself. I'm good enough. You, you wake up, I'm good enough today. I can do this today, you know? I have to have talks with myself sometimes. People, if they were chilling with me, maybe they'd think I'm crazy. But I have to fucking talk to myself sometimes, you feel me? I, I never used to tell myself I love myself. Um, back in November, I had a rebirth. I tried DMT. Oh, I'm sorry, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Right. Good. So, um, <laughs> I tried DMT back in November, and it, um, it changed my life. And so, like... I, that is I, one drug that I have yet to try. Yeah, and... I don't recommend. I don't recommend any drug, um, especially one that's going to alter your whole life. <laughs> I went from like very agitated and angry and like very Dominican, and now I'm just very calm all the time and and peaceful. Mm -hmm. um, I've been lost in the last couple of months, so that's why I had shrooms last night. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes it's a reminder. I need to scare the shit out of myself. So I can remind myself, like, you're alive and this is what matters, this, you know, because I, yes. I work when you start. I heard you say depression and all that and sadness and like those are all choices. You know, you choose your emotion. You choose the reaction you want to have to whatever situation you're in. You choose to keep the trauma with you. You choose to be upset. You choose to be frustrated. Mm -hmm. You also choose to be happy. I can call you a bitch right now with a smile on my face and you'll probably smile back and I'll be upset about it. <laughs> but if I called you a bitch for real, you'd be upset. But that's because you chose to take it, take it that way. Mm. You know, if, I talk, if I called you a bitch in a different language, you wouldn't even know I said it to you and you, 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 wouldn't, you wouldn't feel anything. I know what you're saying. And so yeah. that's why, that's how I know it's a choice. Yeah. So if I call you something or if I say something to you and you take it a certain way, you exactly took it a certain way. It's up to you to how to take something. And so I just been, I've been not deflecting I've been taking, I've been taking what people tell me and sitting with it. I don't care if they're staring at me for two minutes. I'm going to sit with what you tell me and then I'm going to respond to you because I don't want to respond in, a, in an emotional way. I want to respond in a logical way because mm -hmm. emotions aren't real. In a way that you mean, because like people just speak out of emotion. Like when you. And that's a problem. Emotion ain't real. Right. They and speak, that's what causes yeah. like world hate. That's what causes fights and violence and, you know. The only the only thing that's real everything the only thing that's real out of emotions is is love. If 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 that's an emotion, you could feel you could feel love, you can give love, but like if if anything's the most important, the only emotion we should be dealing with is love. Yeah. Cuz there's no way that I'm going to I'm going to start start my day with you with love and it's going to end a bad way. There's just right. no way. I know what you mean. And like, honestly, too, it, it makes me think of earlier when we were talking on the show about where you grow up and how it affects like your environment and what you think. And like, if you don't know, like if you don't know you're yeah. in that box, like imagine you're just like 
grew up in a horrible situation and you don't know you're in that trauma. You don't know you're dragging that with you every day, but you aren't. Everyone around you knows. You know what I mean? You just don't fucking yeah, know. Don't know. And it's when you slap yourself out of it, when you finally wake up and you're like, wow. Like, I feel like it's when you say that, like, not from drugs, but just the situations in my, or um, not, you know, whatever, uh, shrooms, but um, from situations in my life where I got to a point and I finally feel like it just something snapped. Like I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I'm like, yo, what have you been doing these past couple of years? Like you like finally face yourself you know what i mean mm -hmm. but i think that it's you really find, you finally blame yourself you blame it yo <laughs> i started blaming myself i, I, I can't I believe you said that yeah, i heard you say that like the environment affecting where you live uh, who you are and it's like that's that's trauma you choose to keep with you yeah and then, it, i just think a lot of people don't realize their trauma do you know what I'm saying? A lot of people I around they, I us. Think, I think they do realize the trauma and they're in denial. Like they can't face it though. Yeah, it's, they, it's, it's, that's denial. the thing. It just, it's like always like, it's like a blanket, an imaginary blanket wrapped around you every day. It's always yeah. there. But until you realize like, yo, that blanket's actually on your shoulders, weighing you down, making you feel some type of way and you take that shit off, yeah. then you can move forward and start facing that blaming yourself. And, and you know what? We know what's worse than regular trauma is um, ancestral trauma Oof, passed down yeah, the, passed down the vibrations the, 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 the projections from yeah i was just telling my uh i think it was you i was telling night the other day that we're we're dominican right and uh we come from lawrence mm -hmm. we're the second generation here <laughs> our parents are immigrants yeah. all of them so they're the first generation and they did their fuck up their american dream how they thought it was yeah and now it's our turn so like cut you know, we should all cut each other some slack. We're the, we're like fairly new to the country if you think about it. Exactly. Between me and my me and my parents, probably a hundred like hundred and sixty a hundred and seventy years between us that we can say we've been on this in the United States. But like we're the second generation, we got to give each other cut each other slack because mm -hmm. like we're, we're 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 learning from what they did, and they didn't do a great job. They just did the job they thought was great, you know. And it's, to us, it's not so great. It's like yo, like yeah, you got a house, you got a job, but we don't like you. We don't mm -hmm. like our parents. We don't like to hang out with them. You know, they're just so busy working and we need to get out of that. And that's where the trauma comes in. It's like, like their projections from, from when they got here and like, you have to live the American dream or you have to do it this way. Like this or, pressure, yeah. this expectation. Like, look how I did and it. And it's I like, you it. didn't even let me make that choice on yeah. my own. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like my, my mother would always tell me to go to college. Always go to college, go to college, go to college. My mother's 65. She's still paying her fucking college, college debt. You think I'm going to listen to her to go to college? I get it. Hell no. Yeah. I'm not going. We all have to live our own way. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Our own, path. our own path, our own journey. Um, and it is like, you know, like we're saying, like there are things that are put on you, but it's not about what's put on you, the interaction, the situation. It's about, like you said, the reaction and how you face it and how you come back at it. Like, um, I just feel like there's so many people who just take into consideration what others say too much and they let it build their character. You know what I mean? Until they can't even find who their character they is. They get lost in the sauce. That was me. Sauce. That was me before, before, before November. That was me. I, I so what, what, where's your switch up? Like, that's where I'm trying to come to a conclusion. Was it just the DMT? Was it so just the... It wasn't, it wasn't that. It was, I got with a group of men, strong men, strong-minded men who... um who saw that I was, I was lost and um, they wanted to wake me up. They wanted me to understand that this isn't life. This is this right here. This isn't it. This is just what we're looking at, but this isn't it. There's others. 
There's other shit going on that we can't, can't see, see unless we do shrooms or DMT. And so what it opened my eyes to is like, this isn't it. So I'm not going to stress this shit here. This is this right here is just a fucking piece of flesh. Yes. You know what I mean? But the, the guy inside I had to learn to, to recognize that person. Mm-hmm. And that's what DMT did for me is I recognized that there's an Andre inside of Andre. It's not just the one I see in the kind mirror. Kind of like the soul of Andre. Exactly. Can we say on Old Soul exactly. in the Young World? Exactly. And then and it takes takes a lot to realize that you're somebody. It takes a lot to to love yourself. I quit smoking yesterday, cold turkey. And you guys heard it here first. Old yeah, Soul Young World. I just yeah, I'm not smoking anymore. <laughs> and I did the same. I did the same thing with liquor a couple of years ago too, just cold turkey. And I did yeah. the same thing with meat a couple of years ago. Just stop. You know, it's like sometimes we need a cleanse. And so I was doing all these processes, and I wasn't. I still wasn't joyful i wasn't projecting a beam of light where you can see that you know how i walked in here today and you saw that i was a lot different and that's what i want people to see yeah. and you can only see that if if i if i can see it exactly you know so we can only project what we can see of our own projection you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. like and and how we see ourselves like i actually was saying this to jq shout out jq always here producing always holding it down in the studio you know i appreciate you i always got to shout you out um but you know what we were talking about is you only see out of your eyes you weren't born with you know a mirror in front of you everywhere you walk so you see what you look like you see your interactions you see your reactions all we're born with is being able to have something in us in a physical body this is just a temple i've said this many times on my show it's a vessel that holds something in it and we don't even know what that inside is is not like when you bleed that's not your blood do you get it that's your vessel's blood like it's like there's something deep 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 that it once you die and this body stops living stops breathing stops bleeding and is in the ground that has moved out. Do you know what I'm saying? And where does that move? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. I'm just an old soul in the young world. Yeah. But there is, no, there is no answer. There is nothing. And I think that's the acceptance of just realizing, though, it's not just this. Like, people literally, like you said, they get so caught up. People live a whole lives and they die never even touching upon this concept. Not even, like, dipping their finger in the tiny little like pool of eternity of realizing that there's more than waking up, working, eating. People are obsessed with food. People are obsessed with work. People are gluttonous and and hateful and spiteful. And it's like, where's that coming from? Where's the self-love at? You feel me? And like, I know me and you were chopping up a little bit about like self-love. And for me, if that didn't come into my life, like, I don't know if I would be here right now. I know I know I would not be here right now um, in whatever sense of form that may be. But I would not be in the studio doing this podcast because I wouldn't have loved myself enough to say you're good enough to speak. You're good enough for people to hear you. You're good enough to have people in the studio who want to be interviewed by you. I wouldn't have believed it. So if I didn't um, put aside the things that other people had to say about me and the assumptions that other people had to make about me and know what I had inside that I could put out as a light instead of being, you know, when I was listening to other people, my light was dim and people would see it. And I actually had somebody say it to me once, your light's dim. And I'm like, my light's dim? And I got so fucking offended. I got so hurt. I cried. I was pissed. I was mad at them. And inside myself, I was mad because I knew it was true. 
and I knew my light was dim and I knew I wasn't happy and I wasn't making art and I had listened to something somebody had said to me and I had stopped doing what I loved and I had stopped speaking and doing poetry and performing. Um, and then it just kind of hit me like you have so much to say. And if anyone tells you otherwise, it doesn't matter because they're not in your soul. Like they don't know your soul worth, self, self-love. They're dealing with their own hate and trauma. Anyone who has something negative to say on you, they're dealing with their own hate and trauma. They're projecting on you because they don't like what they're seeing within themselves. Um, and when you really come to that self-realization, which is what we're kind of getting, you know, up across to you guys tonight because we all come from different walks of life andre comes from a whole different walk of life than me um and we have battled separate battles um but to be here tonight and talk about it it's a 360 and i hope that you guys know no matter what the fuck it is that you're dealing with you can always speak about it and you can always change like we said words manifest you know what i'm saying start speaking positively about yourself wake up and have a positive affirmation that you speak in the morning wake up whatever and say, thank you. say thank you for being alive today say thank you to yourself for opening your eyes <laughs> you can't do that just so can't do it by itself and it's the Facts. body Facts. So. so you know and um just just curious from within myself because i've jesus is black and Jesus is black, so you already know. It's survive. The listeners are like, "What?" It's survive. You know, guys, no judge here on Old Young World. If you judge and turn yeah. it off right now, all right? it's so funny. My just a quick story. I just came back from Please. I came back from Florida. My my uncle picked me up, and he's a he's a Christian man. And I'm so I'm, I'm so like on this like level of like learning more. And understanding more that I told him as soon as I saw him, I'm like, yo, how's church going? He goes, I love church. Pray to Jesus every day. And I go, you know, Jesus was a Buddhist. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Did he kick you out the car? No, no. He, my uncle, my uncle, I I project. He some, pauses. Yeah, no, because the thing is, I project, uh, I, I, I project, um, I feel like I do this. I project uh, my questions when, when, I, when I say something like that. I don't project it in a bad way. I project it in a way where where it makes it interesting for you to understand. Mm -hmm. Like if I go to you, hey, Jesus was a Buddhist, and you're like, what? How? A question mark? <laughs> exactly. And then yeah. I tell you, and then, and then I tell you the story of how Jesus was a Buddhist, and it's more believable than the Bible story where he did miracles. Because I don't believe in magic. <laughs> it's, it's not real. All right. I feel what but you're saying. I do believe in. Um, holistic medicine, you know, like uh, yeah. you know, using plants and Healing shit. Reiki. Yeah, I'm a Reiki one. Certified. So, so then, so then you un me. you understand that that even if you're blind, not not if you were born blind, you're screwed. But if you're not born blind, you can fix that with 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 the you're right. You're not screwed if anyone's listening yeah. and you have a very beautiful life. Yeah, there's so much going. There's there's so much we don't know. There's so much we don't know. Fuck not, Andre. <laughs> There is so much we don't know, though, guys, like and, and you really have to dive deep and try different spiritual things to even uncover that within yourselves, whether that be, you know, within myself, it was just personal journey. And um, I know you said shrooms kind of help you get back on track. I'm not doing shrooms again. Is that OK? So is this your last time? Let me so tell, I've done it let four me, times. I know, but you just do it to do it, right? No, I did. Well, first time, yes. Second time, yes. The other two times I was like, I need something out of this. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. then those last two, and then I did acid. And then that was really, um, I think crazy. that was like DMT for me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And it kind of made me a little turned off to 
The, um, so the, the so the re- the reason why the I, yeah the reason why I do shrooms and I just want to explain it to you real quick because Please do. I think and anyone it, listening in I feel like yeah, it's I, good to get I that think perspective. It's a, I think it's a beautiful thing that um I have a circle of friends night included um that we do retreats here and there to wake each other up to remind each other like you know you have a light shine and yeah sometimes we do shrooms when we do it um but there's a bond when you're doing shrooms in a circle it goes all the way back to indigenous people and you know if you you take the shrooms the right way and everyone's in the same vibe Mm -hmm. if you all close your eyes and do mantras you're all in the same trip you're all in the same dimension when you close your eyes and you're all in the same like vibe and it's like the connection is crazy now the, the guys i do it with i don't hang out with them every day they're not people that i see every day i see them probably like twice a year before i sell them and um the bond was so strong because the vibe was right. Mm-hmm. And so I suggest to any one of those rooms again, do it with a good circle of people and close your eyes and breathe. You're and you're going to see something different. You're actually not the first person that, that told me that. I had a, actually had an old roommate who had the same thing. He was actually dealing with like a lot of trauma, a lot of things going on with his life. And uh, he took shrooms for like an awakening. Mm-hmm. And he told me the first time, like, he went with, like, a bad mentality. Like, he was, he used it for the wrong reasons, you know what I mean? A kind of an escape, you know what I mean? And there was a point in life where things are going so bad for him. He he was like, you know, I, I need to face this. And he was, like, really big into Joe Rogan. This was, like, when Joe Rogan did, like, his DMT podcast exactly and everything. And um, actually educated, like, all, the whole spiritual side of it, you know what I mean? Um, so he dope because not everyone does that. Just no, like, do not at all, <laughs> yeah. and, and not at all. It's it's definitely it's definitely uh, a very unique experience. I've never done it. You know, I I, I I don't recommend it. It's it's definitely powerful. It he scares me to tell you. About so it. my buddy, he when he did it, he was actually able. You know, he said he cried his ass off. I did. But I cried like, almost every time. I just didn't want to say it. This yes. one was not, <laughs> yeah. but it's oh, real. Shrooms, you mean? Yeah, oh, no, I shrooms. Even DMT. DMT, and I cried so for months. He, he, oh. did, he did DMT, too, and it's same thing. Yeah, you cried for but months. But he was able to, like, face himself afterwards. He was able to kind of settle on his family. He's, like, he's like a whole different person yeah, now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So. It sucks that I, want, I don't want people to smoke DMT. I, I believe in meditation, and I believe anybody can get there with meditation. That's... That's the point of getting to that blissfulness, to uh-huh. that re- realization, to realize that you ain't shit. Yeah. You know, you ain't exactly. shit. Compared to this world, we're, we ain't so shit. so small. It's fucking it's huge. Like, we, there's so many of us. Like, I can go tomorrow. Like, yeah, people will be sad. But a week later, it's back to, you're going to go back to work, right? You're not going to stop working, right? Are you going to stop wearing glasses if I die? So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, like we're so, we're, we're just fucking this in this world. And once we realize that we ain't shit, like, mm-hmm. it, it becomes so much bigger. You know, yeah. and, and you appreciate so much more. But I do not, I do not recommend DMT to people just because, like, I don't, I don't want to promote drugs like that. And I know it is a drug. It is, it's something that is very unique. Um, but if you can meditate and be blissful, do it. Mm-hmm. And I did DMT after four grams of shrooms, one LSD tab, and then I did DMT. So I was fucking. You were like on I was a triple level dimension. Yes. I seen things Damn. that I can't even. I can't explain. So that's what changed me, right? Seeing things I didn't. I didn't ex- can't explain. Yeah. But this is this is the the age of Aquarius. And I, don't if, I don't know if you know what that means, but the age of Aquarius is the is the wake up age. Mm-hmm. It's when everyone starts to wake up. Yeah. And I don't people know if you, rise up. And, and if you and if you look online and around slowly, you're seeing like, oh shit, this 
there's more meditation talk over here. Yeah. Oh shit, this guy's talking about loving himself more over mm-hmm. here. Oh shit, there's people talking about shrooms over here. Right. Oh, they're talking about taking retreats. It's like it just starts getting bigger and bigger once once your mind is open to it, you hear it everywhere. Yeah. And it's like it, it's been there the whole time. So true. And I felt like I wasn't I wasn't talking to people before. Like you would talk to me before DMT. And I was just, I was already giving you an answer in my head. I, I'm not really listening to you. I'm listening to what I want to tell you. Yeah. Right. And not, after DMT, it made me realize that w- what you're saying has some importance. Maybe all of it, I don't have to really like cling on to, but I need to listen because you're saying something that I need to hear. Mm-hmm. It's like when you have a girlfriend or boyfriend and they're fucking yelling at you. Right. Yeah. For instance, um, last night I did shrooms. My girl was mad. She's yelling at me. Where the fuck you at? Where the fuck you at? But because I did the shrooms, I wasn't upset. I realized, like, wow, she cares about me. She's just calling to check on me. Yeah. She's doing it in a fucked up way. But but she means it out of love. She means it out of Right? And, like, yeah. I would never think like that if I didn't do the shrooms. Right. And I, I, want, I don't want to do shrooms to think, like, to be that way anymore. So that's why I'm trying to get there without the shrooms. But let's see how, that, <laughs> let's see how it goes, man. You know, and everyone has their own way of yeah. doing things. That's the thing. It's, like, you just have to do what's right for you. And it's, like, if you have to stop, if you just stop at one point, like you said, you went cold turkey with drinking, cold turkey with smoking, maybe one day you won't feel like you have to do that. If now you do and it makes you feel good and it changes how you feel and who you are, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I think anyone listening in, it's all up to your soul perspective. Um, Nobody else, what we're saying or what we've done should ever influence your decision in any way. We're not about here changing minds or making people do things that maybe their body couldn't handle or their soul couldn't handle because we're not all meant to handle that type of vibration. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all vibrate at a different level. And I think it's understanding where you vibrate at, being comfortable, but then also being able to grow within that. Um, You know, don't stay content. Don't stay just like in a blissful state of mind where it's like, oh, nothing around you matters because things do matter. But you also want to love yourself and self-love is the most important. Um, And, you know, we kind of were talking about self-love and I think it's, you know, is that wrapped into you feel like you're changed through, you know, that situation and over the last couple um, months? Hug, I hug myself in the shower every day. I wrap my arms around myself and I tell myself, I, I do this for 10 minutes like this. Cause I need to remind myself, like, yo, like you're good. I you're made good it. I, I made it. I made yeah. it this far. I'm breathing. Like, yeah. I have a child. She loves me. I have an apartment. I have, I have a job. I get to travel the world whenever the fuck I want. I, I, I get to do videography. Like, there's so many things I get to do, and like, I, I don't. I, I never take time to say, like, yo, you good fucking job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, if you need someone else's approval, you're never gonna be joyful. Fact. I don't want to say happy because happy's a happy's limited. Ha- yeah. Happy's biased because your happiness might mean you have a million dollars. My happiness might mean that I get to hang out with my friend every day. Uh-huh. So it's different. Happiness is exactly. different. We need to be joyful. We need to we need to all grow up and be joyful. Because yeah. if I'm joyful, I'm full of joy. You're gonna see that I'm full of joy. You're gonna be full of joy, or you're gonna want to be full of joy, right? Yeah. Because you've never seen. Someone that was mad gangster, you're like, yeah, I want to be like that. Like, come on, you don't really want to be like that gangster. But you see someone with a that's super happy, like mad just having a great a time. Smile. You're like, damn, yeah. man, like, yeah. h- how are you like that every day? You know. Right. So, like, happiness isn't what it is. It's joyfulness, and I think of once we're all we all get to there it's after we love ourselves first. Um, even if you have kids, don't don't shy away from that. Your kids are gonna love you because they're your kids. But you need to love yourself first because if you start doing stuff for your kids, 
resentment comes, disappointment comes, an expectation that things that you want out of this kid's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So me as a father, I'm not, I'm not raising my kid with any expectations. Right. She goes to school. I don't expect you to come home with A's. You go to school to learn. I expect you to go to school and learn. Yeah. I don't care if you come with D's or F's. I don't care. Did you go to school? Okay. Did you learn something? Okay. Right. Because I'm not, I, I can't be there to hold your hand and teach you. And if you want to learn something, you're going to learn. And if you don't, then you don't. Exactly. And so it's, it's, it's uh, stuff like that that I'm practicing as a father now. So I don't pass down those traumas or projections. And, and I'm trying not to do as, as like so opposite as my parents. But because they had some good things going on raising me, so I do instill some of those things. But, like, I try my best not to get in the way of the growth of another person. If my daughter wants to do something, I'm going to let her do it. If she makes a mistake, I'm going to let her learn from it. She has to experience it. Because if, she, if I'm chasing my daughter every time she climbs the fucking ladder to the, to the, to the park, I think she's going to fall. But if I'm not there one day and she climbs it, she has to understand how to do that. And so... <laughs> It's stuff like that, man, that we need to instill in our little brothers, sisters, kids. Like, like, yo, this is your life. It's your choice. Don't let anybody else tell you how to do it because then you'll never be able to love yourself because you're, you're trying to do something for somebody else. Yeah. You're trying to make them uh, love you when it doesn't matter if they love you. It only matters if you love yourself. Yeah. That's all that matters. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's such facts, especially with kids because they're so vulnerable mm-hmm. and so young. Like, I, I worked with kids um, multiple times, and it's just— I don't know. Um, and seeing my niece grow, I have a two-year-old niece, and just how much they learn at such a young age. You know what I mean? They're in, in, in how fast this world is moving, you really can't stop it. But the most you can do and the most important thing you can do as a father, a mother, a parent, an aunt, an uncle, whatever it is, as an influence— teach them that self-love, teach them that confidence enough to know in a situation that's bad that they got themselves, they got their back, they know the decision to make. You don't even have to tell them the decision. They know because it's instilled as a value that they already know themselves and who they are. Do you know what I'm saying? It's when they're trying to be who you want them to be or who the kids at school tell them they should be. That's when things start fucking up. Or watching on social media on their phones all day. Like, yo, get your kids outside. Get your kids outside. Like, I can't even say it enough. Like, can I have one of these? Yeah. We up here eating snacks. We got water. We got fruit snacks. We're not drinking this week, guys. You know, and we're not drinking because, you know, um, you know, sometimes I like to pop bottles, but tonight I was just kind of feeling like being on that water vibe because you told me, you know, you've kind of been on the, the sober train. Is that factual? It's beautiful. And so last time I had known Andre, like he was definitely um, rapping with a drink in his hand at rec shop. <laughs> and a blunt. Or, I mean, at um, Opus, excuse me. And a blunt. Yeah, we were smoking blunts outside. So uh, where where did that come into play? Also within this whole change, I feel like this all wraps into dr- one change nah, for the you. The drinking happened... Um, I had a bad breakup. Okay. Um, my ex was a an alcoholic, and I um I didn't realize it until I became an alcoholic, and I noticed that I was drinking a bottle of Hennessy every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. I drank like half on a podcast once in the past like four I'd buy months. A twenty dollar bottle <laughs> every day. Twenty dollar twenty twenty times yeah. seven. Every day. Well, Damn. So 140 a week on liquor. Right? I was getting drunk every night. I was spending more than 12 hours in the studio from 7.30 at night to like 8 o'clock in the morning. And I work at 8.30. Oh, 
Oh my god! But I, I was only doing it because I was drunk. Then the drunkness. Were you drinking during the day at work? No. Was it like I a work, whole? I work with kids. Oh, okay, okay. But before that, I was doing other substances. I was only doing the other substances because I was drunk. It'd be mm-hmm. things I would always say no it's to. It's a domino effect. And so I noticed I was waking up angry. I would notice I didn't, I hated life every day. And um, I just told myself, yo, I'm going to sacrifice this drink. I'm going to stop drinking. And I don't expect nothing back from you, universe. So I said, I go, I don't want nothing from you, universe. Just, I'm going to quit. But I'm doing it because I want to be in tune with you. Right? And and I don't know what happened after that, but as soon as I quit drinking, like, my life has just started changing. I had more money in my pocket, one. Two, I started realizing who was my friend and who wasn't. Yeah. I stopped drinking. I stopped drinking and nobody called me. It shows you. I'm Yo, like, wow, I'm you. only good to be around when I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's why I cut that out. I went to Europe with Rex, Lucky Dice, and Short Fuse. On a, we went on a tour. When uh, was that? Uh, Last year? No, no, two I, years ago? Yeah, it was uh, 2019, I believe. Uh, we did whole September and half October. Wow. And um, I didn't drink the whole time I was there. The only time I did drink, though, I went to Oktoberfest. And so, like... Had to. It was like, had it was to. like I had to, right? But I didn't get fucked up, and I've I, 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 been pretty consistent. Like, I might have a beer here and there. Yeah. I might have a, a shot here and there. But I don't drink to get drunk. I don't drink to party. I don't, I don't even party. Yeah. Like, I don't have time. I feel I, you. So... The drinking, man, that shit. One, I don't, I don't want to do anything that's going to kill me faster. Mm-hmm. And liquor, cigarettes, blunts, the raps, you know, them shits kill you faster. And I'm just, I want to stop all that shit. I want to live forever. You heard him? Yeah. You heard him? <laughs> My grandfather lived till he was 107. What and did I, you I, say? One hundred seven. Yeah, and my grandmother, my great grandmother, lives until she was a uh, hundred and two. Okay, you got the blessings in the family, yeah, so, so you already know. Yeah, and I'm thirty five, and I don't look thirty five, right? And so I no. want, I want to continue that. I want to continue that for a very long time. I want to be healthy. Yeah, facts. And they lived in Puerto Rico, so it's like, how the fuck did they make it? You know what I mean? So I, I could definitely make it, and I'm, and I'm, I'm eating really well. And, and I helps. think that's the thing, though, being conscious about it. It's like, I don't know. I think, that, like we talked about, people are caught up in all this stuff. So they just do things, make themselves try to feel better, feel better. And then they become addicts. And then they don't realize they're addicts. And it continues for years. And then and, and the denial the is cra- the the denial. crazy, man. The denial is crazy. Yeah. And it's like, once you realize that, like, good for you. Just shout out to you, first of all. Thank Appreciate you. you even, like coming about that on the show, even wanting to speak about that. And as a person within yourself, I think that's very um, strong of you to step forward. And, you know, even if it's not forever, even if it's a cleansing, whatever, however you take it, I, I think it's a great step for you. Yes. So Thank congratulations. You. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Um, and, and, and like I said, I feel like your aura has changed. I feel like your vibration, like what you come with, um, it's, it's deep. Like, I don't know. I didn't expect you to be such a deep soul when you came on the show. And, you know, I, I think that um, there's a lot of spirituality that we haven't even dove into that I, I do, like, feel radiating off you. Kind of like an empath. Like, yeah, I catch yeah. vibes very easy. So um, I think it's important people listening in, too, to see all those different aspects of yourself like there is a spiritual side to things whether you want to take that as religious or however it is but um there's things past the physical that affect us you know what i mean it's not just traumas it's not just this it's not just that there are actual things that we cannot yeah, see there's energies that we, we energy can't see, yeah vibrations um 
I, I'm sure you believe in numbers, but like if you, or maybe not. My number's one. Okay. So, you know, just be on the lookout. Like you see signs, you see numbers. If there was, if I didn't see certain numbers throughout my ni- my life and recognize them, um, I don't think, you know, I would have moved forward in the same direction. There's things that has been like, will come to me that I didn't ask for or that I have asked for. And it puts me back in the right place. Um, just being aware of those signs around you, you know what I'm saying? And I think that helps you change and, and get off the addictions and become a better person. It's like when you realize you've lost yourself and you're down, you're either going to keep being down you're going to keep losing yourself or you're going to get back to who you are be healthy um live a long life mm. you know get to 107 yeah. get to 109 I'm fuck a, it you gotta there. beat the record by the time, now by the time i turn like 50 they might have something new like you know how they have viagra for guys yeah now they might just have like a pill where you can like live longer oh man like, imagine like, like your yo. dick doesn't get hard your body stays hard your body Brand. just Brand. forever <laughs> Your, For, always, your, your whole body is erected. That's a right there. <laughs> you have an erected body. Bruh. You're just always flexing. <laughs> let's go outside. Let's check it. Go outside real quick. Real you're quick. literally like 90. You're like, let's go. <laughs> the beach is that way. Facts, facts. Survive. And, um... <laughs> We lit. We lit. Old Soul Young World. And you know, guys, we both on the show tonight, we are um, vegetarian slash vegan um, slash we just don't eat meat, I guess, up in this bish. No swine, Lord. We don't eat the swine. Um, I know I have my own personal story. I've told it a few times on the podcast. Why you don't eat meat? Yes. What's your um, actual reasoning? (sighs) My best friend right here told me. Shout out. Night. Night told me that we eat animals for what they eat. So I believe in cutting out the middleman. Um, and so I love that idea when he said that. It was that like, was very yeah, and I was like, wow, gem. that makes fucking perfect sense. I do yes. eat, I do eat, eat these animals for what, what, they what eat. they're eating, and like I could just go straight to the source. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I wasn't, I was scared to do it at first, but when I went on tour. Rex is a vegan. Uh, Lucky Dice set you is up. a vegan. And so, no, I can eat whatever I wanted. Don't get me wrong, but I, I would go to places and waste $50 and not know what the fuck I was eating because I don't understand the language. <laughs> but if you're vegan, yeah. you can explain vegetables. Yeah, you're like, right. yo, do you, I'm, did you just got to say I'm vegan? They're like, yeah. oh shit, yeah, there's a vegan spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the vegan spots he went to, the food was fucking incredible. See, and I, that's the thing people was get cheaper. twisted. I was like, I was so fucking mad, man. Yep. I wasted so much money on food. They play us. They play and, and, us. And I'm trying my best. Uh, n- now that I'm, I'm becoming more vegan, I'm trying my best not to care about the taste of food anymore. Because mm-hmm. that's... Um, I don't want to do things that gratif- that for gratification, right? Like, I don't want to... I don't want to eat something because I, I I like the taste. Because what if I lose my taste one day? Then it won't fucking matter. Exactly. Right? And I, I just want to... The purpose of eating is just to become... To, to live and continue, you know, breathe and have a healthy system. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I said ple- people are gluttonous nowadays because they don't... That's not the reason people eat. Do you know what I'm saying? They just eat for... I don't even know pleasure. I, I don't even think people know why they eat. I think it's just something you fill the time. Like you're told you're supposed to have three meals a day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, like I, people in what? India fast all the time. You know, Muslims exactly. fast all the time. Yeah. I listen, I listen to a. I don't know if you guys listen to um gurus, but I listen to a guy named Sad Guru. No, I don't. You should look him up. He's fucking amazing. What is it? Sad Guru. S A D H Guru. Okay. Together. 
And um, it's funny you say that about the food because he's a guru and he has over 9 million volunteers. And a lot of those volunteers are millionaires. Mm -hmm. They volunteer in their time, money, everything for this guru, right? Yeah. And um, he says, you know what my highest selling book is? He's, he has a book called Inner, Inner Engineering. It's about finding yourself within, loving yourself. This is where I get it from. It's from this guy. Uh, he's been like my guide, right? And uh, he's talking about how his, his biggest sales in books are his cookbook. And that's how he said people don't know what life is about. They think they're more worried about food. I've made a book about bettering yourself and inner engineering, but you want my cookbook. Of course. So he's like, this alone shows me that the world is lost. Yeah. I can try to open everyone's eyes, but it's up to them to keep them open. Exactly. There's, a, there's a theory that I always drop on somebody and I'm going to drop it on you. It's called, the, it's called the alarm clock theory. And it's like when you become woke, right? When you become more aware and, um, and you start telling people that you're aware and you're awoke and like, like yo, this is, this is all a simulation. This is all life. You know, this, is, this isn't real. This is, doesn't matter. When you start talking like that, people call you crazy. So the alarm clock theory is I wake up at 6 a.m. You wake up at 11 p.m. Right, yeah. I go to your room at 6 a.m. to wake you up because I wake up at 6. Mm -hmm. And you're like, get the fuck out of my room. That's exactly how it is when, when someone, people like us are telling people about loving yourself and they look at us like we're fucking crazy. That's very, That's very the alarm facts. clock theory, right? And, and so that's, that's why I said it's the age of Aquarius because slowly that alarm clock is, is waking everybody up. And I'm watching people wake up like slowly, but they're waking up. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Even my mother, I got my mother meditating my mother has a lot of issues um, with trauma because mm -hmm. of past things my father has done to her, right? Mm -hmm. And so she's, she holds grudges for life, right? My, my parents have been together for fucking 30 years. She's still holding a grudge against this guy. And so I, I try to... like that sometimes. Yeah, yo, but if you don't check... If you <laughs> but don't, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, because it's, it's a choice she's making. Like, she's making a choice to be upset over my father who's not with her over 30 years. He's still upset with the guy. Like, you're choosing to be mad and you're ruining our time together when I go to see her because she's, you know what I mean? And so, like, kids, if you don't check your parents when you see them doing something like that, then they're going to they're gonna paint a picture of your other parent or whoever they're talking about. And you're not going to love the other parent as much as you want to because this person is talking so much shit about them. Exactly. And so I got my mom into meditating so she could fucking relax and breathe because, like, I want her to cut it out. She's has getting it helped her? Yes. My mom, my mom is on another vibe right now. It's a whole other vibe, man. I mean, my, a couple of my cousins, too, they suffer from depression. Mm -hmm. um, depression's a real thing. I get it, right? Mm -hmm. you, have an, like, you might have an imbalance or something in there, and mm -hmm. it might mess with you. But like, I told my cousin to love himself, and he's never heard that from nobody. That's the thing that people don't understand. But you go to the doctors and they, they'll give you pills. They, yeah. won't, they won't tell you to love yourself. Yeah, no. That's the fucking no. problem. And I've talked about this on my um, podcast previously, but like I, you know, whatever, I, I dealt with depression growing up and there was always, that was always the key factor in things. And I never took it. I would never take it. Even when I was like mad young and when it was first offered to me, I was like, I don't want it. And my mom was like, what? And I was like, I'm just different. I was like, you don't get it. I'm just different. Yeah. And then over time, she started to realize, oh, she's just different. You know what I'm saying? And understanding, like, I was just trying to fit into a world I didn't fit in. You know, exactly like you said earlier, what's the definition of an old soul in the young world? Someone that doesn't fit in the era that they're born in, the generation they're born in, the place that they're born in. Um, and 
and I struggled with that concept. Um, so I think that that form of the word depression can come from many different things, whether it be trauma, self-acceptance, whatever. But it is something that you can change through self-love, through help, um, through reaching out with your own voice and, and letting your light shine and realizing you have a light. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people who are stuck in that, um, they don't know that they have that light inside. They think that there's just nobody who cares and when you say something like that to someone like you don't know how much it means when you tell someone you're proud of them like you know what i mean like andre thanks for coming here tonight i'm so proud of you so proud of everything that you've done and you're bringing here to talk about it that makes you feel uplifted that makes you feel good you know like it, 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 it can work against me though if you get hot-headed like no, that like like I, okay as a parent if i tell my daughter oh I'm, i thank you for making me proud yeah, because you don't want to put an expectation like. Uh, yeah, because then, then like, I basically set you up for disappointment already. If I'm saying thank you for making me proud, thank you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And parents do that a lot, right? And it's, I feel bad for kids that feel that pressure. Like, I know what you you're know? saying. I need you yeah. to make me proud. I need you to go to school. I need you to do get straight A's. I need you like all this expectation is is limiting your kid to being the greatest kid he wants to be because you're stopping him or mm -hmm. stopping her, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm sorry. I had to stop you when you say that because when I hear the word proud, it's, not, it's one of those spell words, right? It's like, it's like you say the word proud. What does what, what does proud mean? What comes with it? You know what proud means? Yeah. You ever heard the J Cole song "Pride Is the Devil"? Yeah, fact. is pride and proud the same shit? Yeah. In a way, it is the same word. It's just using different, different, you know, yeah. different ways. And I think that's the thing about language too. Like we were speaking, there's so many forms of language and different ways that you can use it. Use it in one way, and it can mean a whole other concept, or or create a whole different interaction or um, expectation on somebody than maybe you saying it in a positive it's like, manner. It's like, it's like today, or how it's received exactly. as well. It's like you today know? we're talking about loving each other. So imagine I go, love me, mm -hmm. right? That's 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 my words projecting to you and you're like you you want to love me but have no one's ever said love you yeah you know uh, right i don't want you to 100%. love me love you right no one's ever done that before right and i, I think all people like us should walk around and and tell people yo have you did you tell yourself you love yourself today when you woke up did you say thank you Facts. i do that to all, a lot of people yeah i don't give a fuck who you are you're not gonna hate me for saying did you love yourself today yeah the you know? worst thing you could think is like, oh, that guy's weird. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, that's on you, though, because yeah, yeah, you're I, perceiving it like, why exactly, is that even weird? Exactly. I'm going to spread the message, man. I, doing those substances, the the DMT and the shrooms, like, I do it with, I did it with intention. I wanted to come up with something huge. I wanted to come up with something bigger than me. Mm -hmm. And it was that I feel like now, because my pineal is cracked right open, right? I can... Facts. I need to be dropping seeds everywhere I go. And I, I just continue to tell people to love yourself, meditate, breathe. Because a lot of people forget to breathe. And breathing breathing does a lot for you. So true. Like it's, it's Have you ever medicine. got like mad angry and like you just start taking deep breaths? Like it literally, people say, when the, you tell a kid to calm down, take deep breaths, it's not just a saying. Like literally, it it's does real. something within it your does. physical body, calms your heart rate, calms your mind, your blood pressure. Um, I think it's being aware of those things within yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like we all deal with different shit throughout the day. So it's knowing what your trigger points are, knowing how to, you know, come back on them and, and just to be a better you. Like anyone listening in, self-love is key. It's the most important gem that we could drop on you tonight. It's the only thing 
that, you know, me and Andre X hope that you take out of the show, if anything, um, you know, because we can't teach you. You can only lead a horse to water, but you cannot force that horse to drink the water, no matter how much you try, if well, they don't want it. You can drown the horse if you wanted to. You can drown the horse, you know what I'm saying? But is it a positive outcome? <laughs> Most likely not. No more horse. <laughs> and we're not going to eat it, right? Because we, we vegan out here. So, yeah, facts, you know, uh, what benefit is that to us? So. Biodegradable. <laughs> we should be all right. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, you know, Andre, I really, really appreciated having you on the show tonight. Just kind of um, want to wrap it up by if anyone listening in wants to reach out to you, like I know that you said a lot of positive things. I think a lot of guys who hear this, you know, might be going through similar struggles. Um, maybe dads who, you know, they they are trying to parent. They're trying to become better. They're trying to also love themselves, find themselves, um, feel like they're not an outsider. Like, you know, they're not getting too old and losing their whatever like there is still time there is still time to become more to do more to be what you want to be a better person um maybe somebody would have told you a couple years ago you couldn't change to become andre x you know what i mean you're always gonna be um kr well guess what you're fucking not like here you are and you're being what you want to be and doing what you want to do and preaching love and positivity and um just thank you so much. So if anybody wants to reach out, are you cool with them hitting you up or, or plugging yourself? Uh, hit me up on uh, at who is Andre X on all social media platforms. Uh, you can also check out my video company, um, Marble Lab Films. That's at Marble Lab Films on Instagram, Twitter. And check out www.nomasfree.com. Uh, we have a whole bunch of content up there. Shout out John Glass. Shout out Melks, uh, Thomas Tiba, you know. Um, yeah, I, I thank you for having me. Um, I do want to leave a saying one thing, and it's um, Please. I want people to uh, get into I like, I like to do an analogies, and one of my analogies is uh, what life is, and life is a life is a plane, and you have to jump off the plane to enjoy the journey to death. And I know it seems like dark, but if you if you visualize it, like life is up here. And if you jump, instead of worrying about dying, like enjoy the journey all the way down. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so that's what I want people to take from that is like, that's what life is. It's a fucking, you have to leap, leap for life and see what happens. You know what I mean? You might, a tree's not going to catch you. You're going to die one day. You know what I yeah. mean? That's why I say it's a plane because yeah. you're, you're going to die. It's inevitable. Yeah. We live and we die. So just enjoy the journey. Instead of thinking about dying, why don't you think about like, yo, I never flew before. This is my first time flying, you know? <laughs> I never flew in this air before. I never seen a view like this before, the view of the world this high. Yeah, I'm falling to my death, but I get to enjoy this. Right. Because thinking about dying is you're wasting time. You know? Don't think about it. It's, it's going to happen. Just yep. live your life. So that's what I want to give people. And if you enjoy the process, then when you get to the end, you won't have that satisfaction of knowing that you lived and enjoyed. Um, and I actually, it's so crazy you said that. I had a conversation with somebody today, and she said to me, Ever since you were born, you've been dying. And that's 100% mm -hmm. facts. From the day that you were born as a baby, your countdown, your clock has already started. So stop counting it. Just start enjoying the life that you live. Start enjoying the moments. Um, the people around you, your loved ones, your children, your parents. Help them be better. Help them meditate. Help them self-love. And self-love yourself before anything. Because that's the only way you can pass it on to other people. Isn't that right? That's right. That's right. You so, have to be the light, man. Shine your light. 
Shine your light so other people can shine their light. That's all that we're trying to do every single week on Old Soul in the Young World. Um, so I hope that you guys, you know, you'll check out Andre. He's going to be dropping his album uh, S-Dot on July 6th. Um, big, it's going to be... Shout out Big Blizz. He produced the whole thing. It's a joint project. Woo! Yep. Fire! Shout out! Um, you know, so super excited to have some of his music dropping on the show tonight. That was a little bit of a surprise for me. Um, so it's lit. We're enjoying that here. Hoping that you guys enjoy this next song by him. We're going to end on a little bit of a fire. note. Um, and next week, we will be back with another guest in the studio. More vibes to chop it up every week here on Old Soul in a Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. <laughs> Bitch, I'm Scarface, look like Al Pacino Life a movie, then my like Quentin Tarantino She only buzzing for a nigga with the Zeno So I put my chips up on the table like casino Smiling like I'm CeeLo Hunting to squeeze it. She fuck with the whips, took overseas. I just popped the perky, baby. You should take one. Knew you was a freak ever since day one. Pussy A1. Heard you like the movies, we about to make one. Cause bitch, I'm Scarface, look like Al Pacino. Like a movie that might like Quentin Tarantino. She only busted for a nigga with the Zeno. So I put my chips up on the table like casino. Smiling like I'm CeeLo. Tarantino films on the big screen, yeah. Bitch, I'm the goat like the big green, yeah. That part, she said she don't wanna fuck with any new rappers. So she got a nigga singing out the trap. I just need a little more time with you. This love is dangerous, so you know I can't strap. Louis V double with some brand new scenes. No, I wanna see Bitch, I'm scarface, look like I'm a Gino. Life a movie that might like Quentin Tarantino. She only buzzing for a nigga with the scene. So I put my chips up on the table.